Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is May 23rd, and we're going to read Proverbs 23, first in the ESV, and then again in the message. In the ESV, it says, When you sit down to eat with a ruler, observe carefully what is before you and put a knife to your throat if you're given to appetite. Do not desire his delicacies, for they are deceptive food. Do not toil to acquire wealth. Be discerning enough to desist. When your eyes light on it, it is gone, for suddenly it sprouts wings, flying like an eagle toward heaven. Do not eat the bread of a man who is stingy, and do not desire his delicacies, for he is like one who is inwardly calculating. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the morsels that you have eaten and waste your pleasant words. Do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise the good sense of your words. Do not move an ancient landmark or enter the fields of the fatherless, for their Redeemer is strong. He will plead their cause against you. Apply your heart to instruction and your ear to words of knowledge. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with a rod, you will save his soul from Sheol. My son, if your heart is wise, my heart too will be glad. My inmost being will exult when your lips speak what is right. Let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. Surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Hear, my son, and be wise, and direct your heart in the way. Be not among drunkards or among gluttonous eaters of meat, for the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty, and slumber will clothe them with rags. Listen to your father who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy truth and do not sell it. Buy wisdom, instruction, and understanding. The father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. He who fathers a wise son will be glad in him. Let your father and mother be glad. Let her who bore you rejoice. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. For a prostitute is a deep pit. An adulteress is a narrow well. She lies in wait like a robber and increases the traitors among mankind. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who tarry long over wine. Those who go to try mixed wine. Do not look at wine when it's red, when it sparkles in the cup and goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a serpent and stings like an adder. Your eyes will see strange things and your heart utter perverse things. You will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea, like one who lies on the top of a mast. They struck me, you will say, but I was not hurt. They beat me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake? I must have another drink. And then in the message version, this same proverb says, When you go out to dinner with an influential person, mind your manners. Don't gobble your food, don't talk with your mouth full, and don't stuff yourself. Bridle your appetite. Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Restrain yourself. Riches disappear in the blink of an eye. Wealth sprouts wings and flies off into the wild blue yonder. Don't accept a meal from a tightwad. Don't expect anything special. He'll be as stingy with you as he is with himself. He'll say eat, drink, but won't mean a word of it. His miserly serving will turn your stomach when you realize the meal's a sham. 
Don't bother talking sense to fools. They'll only poke fun at your words. Don't stealthily move back the boundary lines or cheat orphans out of their property, for they have a powerful advocate who will go to bat for them. Give yourselves to disciplined instruction. Open your ears to tested knowledge. Don't be afraid to correct your young ones. A spanking won't kill them. A good spanking, in fact, might save them from something worse than death. Dear child, if you become wise, I'll be one happy parent. My heart will dance and sing to the tuneful truth you'll speak. Don't for a minute envy careless rebels. Soak yourself in the fear of God. That's where your future lies. Then you won't be left with an armload of nothing. Oh, listen, dear child, become wise. Point your life in the right direction. Don't drink too much wine and get drunk. Don't eat too much food and get fat. Drunks and gluttons will end up on skid row in a stupor and dressed in rags. Listen with respect to the father who raised you. And when your mother grows old, don't neglect her. Buy truth. Don't sell it for love or money. Buy wisdom. Buy education. Buy insight. Parents rejoice when their children turn out well. Wise children become proud parents. So make your father happy and make your mother proud. Dear children, I want your full attention. Please do what I show you. A whore is a bottomless pit. A loose woman can get you in deep trouble fast. She'll take all you, you, she'll take you for all you've got. She's worse than a pack of thieves. Who are the people who are always crying the blues? Who do you know who reeks of self-pity? Who keeps getting beat up for no reason at all? Whose eyes are bleary and bloodshot? It's those who spend the night with a bottle for whom drinking is serious business. Don't judge wine by its label or its bouquet or its full-bodied flavor. Judge it rather by the hangover it leaves you with, the splitting headache, the queasy stomach. Do you really prefer seeing double with your speech all slurred, reeling and seasick, drunk as a sailor? They hit me, you'll say, but it didn't hurt. They beat on me, but I didn't feel a thing. And when I'm sober enough to manage it, bring me another drink. So <laughs> Proverbs 23, I always love the end of that part. I don't know why. Um, just the warning and the simple, the simplicity of the gospel, really, and, and good warnings. Um, but in Proverbs 23, I think the verses that really stuck out to me were in the middle as he's warning, it seems like would be his children or people who are coming after him. He says in verses 17 through 19 in the ESV, let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. Surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. Hear my son and be wise and direct your heart in the way. And then in the message, it said, don't for a minute and be careless rebels. Soak yourself in the fear of God. That's where your future lies. Then you won't be left with an armload of nothing. So sometimes we broadcast a form of following Jesus that makes false promises. And it guarantees things that Jesus himself never did. The gospel is not good news because it guarantees you an easy life or a suffering-free existence. It doesn't make you magically popular or skinnier, more attractive, more magnetic. It won't make you money. It won't give you automatic free passes on trials. It may be advertised that way sometimes, but that could also be why the scattered seeds never take root in some people's lives. There will be times when you're following Jesus that the way looks uphill for miles. The terrain is unkind. The company of souls with you may seem half-hearted and lagging. The leader is supremely wonderful, but I have found he delights in teaching my soul to follow, even when my emotions and my mind and my will are chafed and exhausted. You may even look to the right and left and notice that people who aren't attempting to live with God seem to have better, easier, happier lives. They're not dismayed at their spiritual state. They live for fun and their way seems easy. 
that that's when this collection of verses is useful. You take your soul by its collar and you repeat, surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. When you use language like that on your own tepid, transient little soul, your spirit says thank you and strides on gloriously. God loves our whole person. Jesus died to redeem it all, spirit, soul, body. The spirit has taken up residence in us and is tenderly caring for each part of us. But the inner man that Paul references often in the New Testament is the spirit man. And that spirit part is what needs to lead us in arduous and good times. The soul is useful and helpful, but it makes a lousy leader and an even worse point of reference. So don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent, the message says. There's nothing in it for us. Nothing at all. The best thing to do is to give it a decent burial and get on with your new life. God's spirit beckons. There are things to do and places to go. This resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurously expectant, greeting God with a child like, what's next, Papa? God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who he is, and we know who we are, father and children. And we know we are going to get what's coming to us, an unbelievable inheritance. We go through exactly what Christ goes through. If we go through the hard times with him, then we're certainly going to go through the good times with him. Romans 8, 12 through 17 in the message. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. As I'm reading Proverbs 23 and reading over those verses specifically, I'm just thinking about this subject that's been on my mind where I feel like in difficult seasons of life where my soul and that soul part of me, I have found the definition to be my mind, my will, and my emotions can be in a situation where that soul part is like dying. They hate it. They want out so quickly. But the spirit part of me, the part that actually meets with God, can be doing well. And it's such a confusing time because I'm like, who am I? I feel like inside I'm doing well. And then sometimes inside I'm like falling apart at the same time. And I just love that the Holy Spirit comes in in that moment and he strengthens our inner man and he causes our emotions to follow the truth that we know. And I don't want to seem discouraging, but there is a battle inside of us for who's going to win. There's a book that I've talked about before that I got a few weeks ago and it's called Cultivating the Inner Man. I'm going to actually link it probably on Instagram today because I just have found it so useful. useful. It's an $8 little book by Graham Cook and it defines this struggle so clearly. And for me, it was so helpful. Felt like what I was going through currently, he put language to it, talking about what happens when God is asking us to put our feelings and our will and our mind aside and to just follow him in the spirit and say, God, I'm saying yes to you, even though everything feels hard right now or feels sad right now, I am choosing to obey you and I'm choosing to walk with you. I'm choosing to believe just like this proverb says, surely there is a future. My hope will not be cut off. And that's what faith is. I loved how in this book, there is a line that Graham Cook says. He says that faith is cold-blooded, which seems like such a weird thing to say, but it is not an emotional thing. And that's such good news. I don't know if you're emotional, but because I am emotional, it's so good to say my faith is not a product of my feelings. 
And my faith is a product of the gift of God that's been given to me. It's a deposit. It's guaranteeing what is to come. So I just encourage you today too, if you need to give yourself a pep talk, that is normal. It is good. It is good to talk to your emotions and to say, I acknowledge that you're here. (laughs) I acknowledge you're feeling this way, but you don't get to have control of my life. Jesus has control. He's already taken control and you have to obey him and I do too. Maybe you don't like to segment yourself like that, but maybe you should. It could be helpful. Um, That's how I like to talk to myself. So I hope that that encourages you. I hope if you need a Holy Spirit pep talk, you get to have it today, or you have someone you can call who can help you have it today. Sometimes I have to call people and say, tell me the truth because I'm having a hard time seeing it in my own life. And that is okay. That's what we're here for. So have a wonderful day. I will see you tomorrow with Proverbs chapter 24.